0: From Portland, it's the Fox 12 Weather Podcast. This week, the team talks summer heat waves, wildfires, Jeff's wedding, and Ann's new furry friend. Now, here they are, Brian McMillan, Mark Nelson, Jeff Forgeron, and Ann Campolongo. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome to the Fox 12 Weather Podcast. This is episode 27, and here we are at the end of summer. Pretty close to it, at least. I'm meteorologist Brian McMillan, alongside uh, meteorologist Jeff Forgeron, who's coming to us after his wedding, after his honeymoon from home. Hey, Jeff. Hey, guys. How's it going? Can't wait to hear all about that. We also got meteorologist Ann Campbellongo with her new doggo.
0: Oh, hey, yeah. Anne. Hi, Brian.
1: We got to hear all about the pup, too. <laughs> and, of course, chief meteorologist Mark Nelson coming to us from his house as well. Hey, Mark. Good afternoon,
2: everybody. How's everybody doing? It's like, feels like the end of summer, kind of doesn't it
1: yeah it does it's a little cooler outside we're liking that there's a little more clouds we even had maybe some sprinkles around the area today uh feeling pretty good but first let's get to our local headlines because we want to talk about the summer that was that we'll never forget
0: the news headlines are next here's what's happening right now
1: okay well first off before we get to all the fun stuff ann's dog jeff's wedding Uh, I'm sure Mark has had some great stuff going on in his life, too. Mine's been pretty boring here over the past few weeks. But let's get to the heat waves that we saw here this summer. This summer so far has uh, been the hottest summer on record. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, let's talk heat waves. Mark, you're up first here. We had four heat waves here this summer, right? Yeah, I think we had
2: three, what we would consider real heat waves. And one was kind of a little baby heat wave. I was on vacation for two of those. I mean, they were close together. I don't want to imply I was gone a decent part of the summer. But yeah, we, of course, we all remember. <laughs> what are you laughing at? You don't at? want to imply uh, that? You were. <laughs> no, I was just, I happened to be gone during the two the two mellower ones. But I was mm-hmm. here for the two, two heftier ones. So, of course, we all remember, you know, the historic one. What were we? Uh, we had four, five days at or above 90. I think we had. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Let uh, Brian tell me how I, I have I do them this in front of me. Yeah.
1: Me. So okay, June going gonna go. June twenty. Oh, you go
2: ahead. Go ahead. I think it was. Was it ninety eight? First day. Right?
1: No. No. Ninety five.
2: Ninety six. Okay. Ninety five. Okay. Good start. Good start. Okay, but I know the next day it was one hundred eight, and I know the yeah. next day it was one twelve, and then I know it was one sixteen, and then it was ninety eight.
1: A very cool ninety three.
2: Oh. Okay. So that was heat wave number one. Okay. So I'll just let you... <laughs> the next one was, I think it was July 28th through 30th. So we went through about a month where it was kind of warm to hot. It, it was never really chilly during that time. As I recall, we had about three to four weeks where we didn't have big Marine pushes, which is one big thing I noticed this summer.
1: Lots but, um, of 80s, maybe a couple of low 90s, yeah. but yeah, it was, it was on the, the, I would say the hot side of warm.
2: Yes, that's perfect. Yeah, it wasn't a heat wave during that time, but then we did have a heat wave. I think we had three days. Was it three days in the mid to upper 90s? Yep, right. Uh, 94,
1: 98, 94, and that was at the end of July.
2: Yeah, and then just two days later, we had a, what, 90, 96, 91? Is that right?
1: <laughs> 91,
2: 90, 96. Dang, I'm good. <laughs> I'm off my mark here. I just—it uh, must be because I'm off. Work. You're
0: off. You've been off too long, Mark.
3: Check that.
0: Uh, Don't you worry. I'll,
2: I'll be back tomorrow.
0: Don't you <laughs> worry. I got a few days coming up.
1: But okay, the longest so then, heat wave was actually yes. here just a, a few days back.
2: Yeah, six days. I was here for I think all of those days. Um, I just want to point that out. I was working <laughs> <laughs> that time. I think that started right at the end of the Olympics, right, right around there, and uh, it was a hot week, and we hit 102 and 103. We did oh finally um and so that was it so jeff what do you think well, are we going to have another heat wave you're the big forecaster for heat. yeah waves. so
1: really funny real quick before we get into yeah. <laughs> jeff's prediction
3: i would say about three weeks ago he said it was oh, a, joke. No, it it was. a says, joke no more it was heat a total waves. Joke. i was trying to talk it into reality <laughs> and you guys were having it and i was like you know what and then the next day it was like oh boy we're done this thing is coming <laughs> Um, and you no, just was took off oh come on I was just being sarcastic <laughs> oh gosh, you're killing me
0: we took it as gospel word
3: I, we did it. you guys were like wait what did he say
0: yeah
3: <laughs> um, but I will say this um, I snuck out on my honeymoon right as this last heat wave was kicking in so I missed one of them so Mark you are I'm part of that party too I think okay that's good
0: I mean, I wasn't so, working during the all-time record, but I was here. I don't know if that yeah. counts.
3: You were like with your was my it mom, your mom was in here, town? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. You guys were like actually trying to enjoy the. We were Northwest. We tried
0: Oof. a lot. We tried hard.
3: <laughs> oh, I thought you said I, we cried a lot. Oh.
0: <laughs> we did because her favorite places were closed, so we yeah. did t- We shed a few tears, but we had fun still. So.
1: That's tough. That's tough. Well, and uh, in the midst of all that, we hit 100 degrees five (laughs) times this year. Wow. Average year is about two, if I remember right. We hit it five times this year. That ties the all time record for number of times that we've hit 100 at PDX. And those records go back to 1940. How about that? Yeah, you know, once
2: you get past mid-August, it's really tough to hit 100 here in Portland. Everything would have to be exactly right. It can happen. I remember the 105 in early September 1988, but I think that was also the date of our all-time warmest 850 millibar temp. So everything has to be just right. And, and, you know, the biggie is, and we've noticed the last few days, um, you know, we don't, once we hit mid-August and move beyond mid-August, we don't get long extended periods of heat. It comes and goes. You start to see, we, we for sure as meteorologists on the map, start to, or as meteorologists, when we look at those maps and charts, you can kind of see more trough, troughiness starting to develop to the north. We just start getting more, there's more waviness. It's not just constant ridging. I mean, some years it can do that, but it's pretty rare. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, June, because of those uh, all time records, That really bumped up our average temperature there for the month. We were running six and a half degrees above average. Uh, July, we were almost three degrees above average. August uh, is running about five degrees above average here. So yeah, hottest summer on record each month. Roasty toasty.
2: I just checked and we are still running, you know, the hottest uh, on record, even after the slightly cooler days the last week. PDX is running the hottest ever uh, after 2015. And Salem, which has a really complete record going back to the late 1800s. They are also the hottest on record by far. So Salem, you know, there were a lot of days in July where we had just enough weak onshore flow. Portland would be like 87, 88, 89. And then Salem would surge, you know, a little more removed from that cooler Columbia River flow. Salem would be like 91, 92. So Salem had also an all-time record number of 90-degree days. It's 35, 38, something like that. So Salem, all, that's amazing that we can go back 100 and, what we, 130 years almost, and it's the hottest summer on record in Salem.
1: just crazy. We won't forget this summer for many reasons, we, you know, with COVID and then with these all-time record temperatures and, of course, the wildfires. And let's get into the wildfires here as well. Uh, we have seven active large wildfires right now here in Oregon. The good news is, is that we haven't had any new incidents pop up. Here over the past several days, mainly because we haven't had any lightning and uh, well, nobody set any fires, so that's been good as well. And also, the the cooler temperatures have, have sure helped things out. I think.
2: Yeah, you know, we haven't had any big outbreaks. Am I? Um, I think I'm correct that we have not had any sort of overnight thunderstorms in the metro area this summer, right? Correct. Yeah. No. It seems like every. Oh, like once every three or four years in my career here, we'll just go summer and just not see lightning at night. So no outbreaks of any sort west of the Cascades. Pretty boring.
3: And some of the fire weather. Some of the uh, actions that the fire officials and state officials have taken with the firework ban to the campfire ban, people are, I think, thinking about it a little bit more. And then the lack of lightning west of the Cascades. All that has really contributed to less fire starts. And that's been really crucial. But um Man, I woke up this morning on Good Day, Oregon. I popped up the cam in Eastern Oregon University. They're still dealing with a lot of smoke east of the Cascades and some air quality issues as well. Big fires burning. Washington, I mean, all the way up into British Columbia, but all the way you know down. in NorCal is just, oh, man, it is a bad season down there right now.
2: We were just over at Mount Bachelor. My son and I mountain biking the last two days. And the day, a few days before we got there, the day we had a big, just ahead of a westerly surge in that cold front, um, they actually shut down midday because I think it was the Middle Fort complex. I think that that plume was just extending directly over to the east over Mount Bachelor, and it must've just been horrible air quality enough that they said, we don't want our employees outside. So um, that's unusual to see a ski area shut down uh, middle of the day because it's too smoky. But then when yeah. we were there, it was just kind of light smoke coming from the north out of Washington. I think it wasn't too bad, but it was kind of cool. I'll tell you that in the mountains, the last two days were, you know, highs there were only 60, 65.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the uh, fire that got the most press here from from us and and really across the state uh, was the bootleg fire down there in southern Oregon. And that one is now 100 percent contained. Just amazing work by all the firefighters down that direction that that fire ended up being uh, over four hundred and thirteen thousand acres. Just an absolute monster. You
2: know, we talk about how critical the fire, the weather is on these fires. I was thinking so. For about two weeks, or is it three weeks, for two weeks at least, we've had several complexes um, of fires started in, yeah, it was early August, started from north of Detroit. There's that bull complex in the Middle Fork, there's a rough patch. There's a whole bunch of these little fires all all through the western slopes of the Cascades. And imagine if we would have right now, or would have had in the last week or two, that big east wind that we had last September, the same thing would happen. These fires would just explode. So... If we just keep going with kind of average temps, occasional like marine pushes, they get some cloud cover, they're able to kind of keep those fires from getting out of control. So west of the Cascades, it really is about that. Any sort of blast of dry east wind is really bad.
3: Yeah, and it's it's so interesting to see how much that day to day weather pattern shift can change the fires. Um, I was thinking about when we started getting some of those monsoonal surges. And the clouds, the higher humidity moved over the bootleg fire, just really suppressed it. When you looked at the satellite imagery and looked at the hotspot detection, it was amazing how much of a shift we saw in a few days from like just explosive fire behavior, northern and eastern flanks of that fire, and huge pyrocumulance clouds billowing up to almost complete suppression. That's just to highlight what you're saying, Mark, when we get these clouds for the marine pushes, it it helps so much to suppress fire danger west of the cascades and um, just kind of talking about the forecasts really quickly it does seem like we're kind of trending a little bit cooler a little bit cloudier the drizzle um, boy that really helps day to day as we approach fall
2: i live up in the west slopes of the cascades east of Corbett, about a thousand feet in the trees and um, i had a tenth of an inch of precip today it's still kind of like the pavement's still a little kind of wet in the corner so you know the woods at least you know, yes, it's dry. All the, all the fuels are dry, but um, it'd be hard to start a big fire right now.
1: Yeah, and then remember, last year's big fires started after Labor Day. So you still got to be careful out there, everybody, as we uh, are not done with fire season quite yet. We got to get some big soakers coming through here. And once we start working our way here towards the end of the month and into early September, chances for that becomes a little bit better. So be careful and hopefully we don't see a lot of smoke here up in the metro area over the next little bit but right now things are looking pretty good. All right, a bunch of us have some big news to share and I want to start with Ann because Ann's got a new family member and tell us how this went down and tell us all about him.
0: Uh yeah, so I adopted And she didn't have
1: a she didn't have a baby just so you oh, guys Oh, thank know.
0: you. <laughs> yeah, didn't have a baby. Uh yeah, I've been um I applied to adopt a dog, like, back in, I think, May with uh, the Great Pyrenees Rescue Society, and so they do a lot of transports up to the Northwest, and I've been working with them for for several months now, and I just was looking for a dog, and um, one happened to work out, and now I have a dog. I just, <laughs> I don't know. I still am not used to it because I, I feel like I'm still in shock, but... Um, but it's been fun. I mean i I live on my own and we have can you hear the water?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was there he, is. There, is th- his butt. there he is in the background. His hey name buddy is, his name is Flynn.
3: How old is he and where did where did he where was he living before this?
0: So he was in Houston. Um, wow.
3: Oof, humid. Yeah, oh, poor oh. guy.
0: He had a great foster mom, um, who had other dogs and he played with them. I just got him last Saturday, so it'll be two weeks on uh, the 21st. How, How old is
3: he? How's he doing?
0: They think he's about, I thought he was a little bit older. I think he's closer to maybe like 18, 20 months, so just under two. Oh, oh he's a pup. Kind well, of. Yeah. I hate when people say that because I'm like, he's not a puppy. But Yeah, but my had, dog's 11. Your dog's 11? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know Pepper was that old.
3: She's a senior dog citizen. Oh, my
0: God. Pepper's <laughs> old. Pepper's <laughs> 11?
3: Yeah, so your dog's a pup.
0: Okay. Well, yes, he's doing good. Um, I trust him just to have the my apartment when I'm gone. Um, but he's he's gotten into a few things.
1: Oh, what has Uh-oh. he done? Like what?
0: Well, I had the treat bag that I kept his treats in. When oh, that's this your was, fault. This was last week. No, listen, I, I keep it up <laughs> high. I keep it up high, but I just I can't remember if I left it on the chair when I was giving him a treat to leave. Or if I put it back, but he got into the bag and ate these uh, two big bones that are expensive. In a four-hour period, I was at work. Uh, he knows you're talking about him. Yeah. So yeah how, kind of can,
1: how can you get mad at that face, though? I
0: know. His look face at those is eyes. cute. I know, He's a
1: big boy.
3: How much does he weigh? He's 83
0: and a half pounds. Wow. <laughs> he doesn't look that big, though. He He trots. He runs. He loves to play at the dog park.
3: Does he think he's a lap dog?
0: Not really. He lays on the floor. He ha- oh. I try to like cuddle with him, but it, like he I can hang out by him, but we're not like I don't I don't have him in the bed and my couch is pretty small, so it's just like either me or him on the couch.
3: Okay, my uh, <laughs> my round of questions continues. How okay. much does this dog shed cuz he looks like he's a big coat?
0: So, he does shed a lot. My apartment oh. has turned very hairy. Um <laughs>
3: You're going to need to upgrade your vacuum situation. I know.
0: No, I definitely understand why people with dogs have Roombas now. Like, that makes total sense. Uh, I sweep, like, every day now. And I Swiffer a lot. I brush him, though. He just, yeah, he just sheds a lot. He's
1: really, really cute, Anne. yeah, Yeah. congratulations. He's a cute dog. He's
0: a cute dog. We're working on some things. We have training next week that I'm excited for. (laughs) That will
1: help. That'll help.
0: Yeah. But it's good. It's been good. It's been good. So... Yeah. Hey, I awesome. haven't had
2: a we haven't had a dog forever, and when we did have one, we were out in the country, so he's outside most of the day. Yeah. And so, what do you do when you go to work for eight or nine or ten hours?
0: Well, I take my break and I come home and let him out.
2: Oh, mm. uh, okay. Because I wouldn't, I,
0: I wouldn't be able to leave him that long. Yeah, that's the problem. He's like, it's not like he'll go to the bathroom inside. He's potty trained, but um, he he like needs to be out more than that. Yeah, I see. Yeah.
1: Uh, Jeff has some big news as well. Yes. Uh, oh. Jeff got married. Okay. The ring. So, I did. So I so you both added a family member here. <laughs> <laughs> this this uh, this break and congratulations, Jeff.
3: Thank you. Um, you know, it, it, we kind of stuck the wedding in between two different heat waves and smoke and. It honestly, and I, you know, I bring this up because I'm obsessed with weather, but it was unbelievable how the weather played out. You guys can attest to this. It was like 77 as a high that that day. There was like partly cloudy skies and the temps fell through this, you know, the low 70s and 60s during the night. And um, it was fun. I can't believe this, but there were nine different weather people, whether it's a meteorologist or weathercaster at the wedding. Really? Past people and present. Yeah, that I work with. Um, So when Daryl Mitchell, who's one of our photojournalists, when he announced, okay, all the uh, weather people can go get dinner first, I thought to myself, I was like, that's like a whole table, you know? It's crazy, but it worked out so great. We had a great wedding. I'm so glad you guys were able to be a part of it, and uh, the honeymoon was unbelievable. Uh, We went to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, and um katie over the years has become as much of a weather nerd as i am i think i've just rubbed off on her and each afternoon we call them di- diurnal thunderstorms would fire up and we're you know sitting in a pool and you just see these big towers uh firing up over both the mountains us and the coast and we're just catching amazing lightning out there uh, uh, you know mark you said this earlier we haven't had any lightning really west of the cascades in the metro area so it was a lot of fun to be able to kind of indulge in that uh Amongst other things, while we were on our honeymoon, so um, it, it's nice that it's all over. It was a lot, uh, a lot of build up to that. Point.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it feels like a relief when it's all over. Relief, kind of almost, yeah. Right? I think
3: Katie feels that more than me because she did so much of the, like the planning for this yeah. thing. Yeah, sure. so.
1: Well, she looked beautiful, and yeah. I mean, Thank it was you. just like the perfect day, and it was so much fun. It was fun to just hang out with well you were busy jeff but it was fun to hang out with mark and ann and the, sp- and the spouses and everybody uh, from good day oh yeah just kind of like hanging out and outside of work it was really fun
3: yeah it was it was a really special time uh, so thanks for being a part of it and um and now we can kind of move on forward definitely mark anything going on with you
2: uh, no, we're deep in the uh, harvest season here on the farm. It's not, a farm. <laughs> oh yeah, Mark, Mark
1: keeps no. bringing in like just bags and bags of vegetables. What do you got out fruit. there, Mark?
3: Like, what's in, well, in abundance
2: today? I picked just strawberries because they, uh, I'd watered them a lot, so they, they recovered after the heat wave. So, strawberries, the last of the green beans, just finished those, and apples everywhere. We got like these uh, Gravenstein apples, which are really good for pies, better than most other apples. I mean, they're made for that, and um. And then uh, and then what else? We have apples, pears are almost gonna, ready to start. Tons of blueberries. We're gonna have friends come over and pick those and finish those off. And, uh, and then I think raspberries start within a week or so. Again, like the second, the, the, the fall round of raspberries uh, usually are right around Labor Day. A Little bit of everything.
3: Hey Mark, if you're looking to get rid of some apples, we'd take some off your hands. Just leave them in the Weather Center.
2: Oh good, I will, okay. Yeah, I, I will have too much. I have one, two, I think I have two more trees, like different varieties sweet oh, geez. wow At that's awesome different times yeah
1: well, enjoy this cooler weather, everybody. Coming up here, um, I was—I guess I didn't say what, what I have going on, but I don't have a lot going on. I have a week off coming up, and we, we had some plans canceled due to COVID and all that stuff. So uh, we're just going to kind of do these little day trips out to the coast and, and do some do some fun things like that with the kids. My daughter graduated kindergarten, so that was like a big—oh, wow. congratulations! Yeah. That's yeah. huge. <laughs> so we we dressed her up in a cap and gown. Oh, it was cute. pretty cute. <laughs>
3: love it so That's is your son cool. going into preschool
1: he's he's kind of been in preschool the kid my wife and i both work so you know we the, the kids have been kind of in a preschool situation here from when they were very young so uh he'll he'll still be going to the school and 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 my big girl will be going to elementary school first next
0: grade year. Crazy. like yep first grade nice is, is that next like week? this year? Oh, oh yeah. I guess absolutely. that's in a couple <laughs>
1: weeks here. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Aw.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, pretty exciting, though. It's going to be yeah. a lot of fun. Proof that time flies yeah. right there. Oh, it does, Jeff. Oh, man. It does. <laughs> Well, uh, enjoy this cooler weather, everybody, coming up here. I hope you enjoy the rest of your summer. And then September 1st, meteorological fall begins. We'll be talking a lot more about that and what we can expect coming up here in our next podcast. But everybody stay safe. Enjoy the last couple weeks of summer. We'll see you next time.
0: Do you have a weather question? Call 503 503- and leave a message it could be featured on a future episode if you haven't already subscribe to the fox 12 weather podcast on apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts head to kptv.com for the latest forecast and weather information for your area